Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Darren and Lito will tell you how. They can't do it themselves because they're not that strong. This is the American Ninja Warrior Hello, everyone, and welcome to the American Ninja Warrior, a half-up podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Lita. How are you doing, Lita? I am good. Um, this is my only off day in nine days, so nowhere I would rather spend it. <laughs> yes. Than at my favorite job. Yes, and a uh, bu- busy day of big brothering for me, but uh, we we love you, American Ninja Warrior people. We're, yes. we're getting it in. Yes, we would never... Uh, delay a podcast on behalf of something silly like Terrence's actual job. <laughs> well, we are here to talk about the Baltimore City Finals. And w- what was this? <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't love the Angry Birds sponsored obstacle? The, the birds were so angry. <laughs> they were so angry at the ninjas. They didn't let anybody pass. Yes. There's uh, people, the birds are are just like, you know, how many obstacles are named after spiders? Lots of them. How many obstacles are named after birds? Huh? Huh? Yeah. So they're getting their revenge. Yeah. Um, Did you like this better or worse than the Ninjago role as a sponsored obstacle? Not as an obstacle, but, you know, as a as the name of the obstacle. Yeah. Or as just a general sponsor. I hate Ninjago as a word, so I have to go with Angry Birds. Okay. Um. I would rather this time uh, my DVR actually did record it, which sometimes it doesn't. Um, so I'm really glad I didn't have to sit through the um, Angry Birds promo. I would rather watch a a, a, um, a Lego movie promo than an Angry Birds promo. Is there's there's like a movie, right? There's an actual that's the whole sponsorship sponsorship, I guess. Yeah, it's the there's sequel. A, it's the second movie. Yeah, it's I didn't Angry even Birds know there was two. a first movie. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is in it. Well, congrats, Jason. He's married to Olivia Wilde. He's the guy with the big beard, right? No. No? Jason Sudeik. He's on SNL, or he was. Oh, yeah. I I don't even know who that guy is. Oh, well, he's married to Olivia Wilde. I was thinking of the guy with the beard. Who is the guy with the beard? I think his name is Jason. He was in um, uh, Mantazukas. Jason Mantazukas. Mantazukas. Jason Manzukis is literally my husband, so I'm offended that you didn't know his name. I'm offended um, that you thought of Jason Sadukas over Sudeikis. Jason Madukas. Manzukas. Oh, I didn't think of him. He's just literally in Angry Birds, too. If the prompt was, think of a famous Jason, then yeah, I would have gone with Jason Manzukis, who is because I am married to him and we are wed to one another. If you say so. I love him. He's one he's of my funny, biggest. He's a very funny guy. One of my biggest celebrity crushes. Um, <clears throat> and he's got a beard. So. Wow. Are you shocked that he's my type? Yeah. Uh, all right. So we are here in Baltimore with uh, with Angry Birds as an obstacle. So we have the, the front half of the course. Um, it doesn't seem uh, too difficult, unlike the last one. Uh, shrinking steps followed by double twister, dangerous curves, hazard cones, uh, crank it up. And the warped wall. I honestly don't even remember seeing many of these obstacles throughout the night, mostly because it was just wait for them to get to Angry Birds and fail. Uh, so then, of course, you get to the salmon ladder, then Angry Birds. And so 
Angry Birds is an obstacle. It is. It's like, um, oh, what are those? What are those? Uh, you, you eat them uh, like a skewer. I'm trying to think of the word right now. Yes, a kebab. This is like a, <laughs> a an obstacle kebab where um, it is a one big like uh, skewer in the middle of a bunch of circular-ish shaped obstacles, and uh, the, the the different the different shapes are uh, they they matter. The thing spins, and so each little piece of I guess meat or vegetable that would be on your kebab uh, has its own like weird handholds and it, it spins across the thing as you go as you go forward and the big the big the big part in the kebab is when you transition from um, a forward facing handhold to a backward facing handhold and that is what not a single athlete in the entire episode is able to complete yeah, and this is not like, oh, nobody could complete it, but if we had seen some of the real stars, then maybe Najee Richardson, Joe Moravsky couldn't complete it. Yeah. And this those, is not possible. Those are two of the people, like, those two and, like, Drew, Drew I would yeah. have been like, uh, or honestly, even, um, you know, I, I feel like... Uh, yeah, Sean Bryan. Um, I feel like, like Jesse, I feel like yeah. I would have expected to uh, to take to beat this one. Um right. But not the case, not the case. Uh, nobody able to complete this. And they even, we'll talk about it when we get there, but they even showed that, uh, hey, hey, a, a tester managed to do it. <laughs> so it's possible. Um, <clears throat> so that's where it ended there. And after this was Kane Lane, which is one of the more difficult ninth mm-hmm. obstacles. It's it's part of stage three. Um, so I this is a very difficult course here. Uh, of course, that's followed up by Spider Trap, but we don't see any of that. Um, and anyway, it's a very, very strange episode overall uh, because everybody fails at the same point. I feel like it really uh, exposes the weakness in their uh, their standings, the these qualifiers to me. I've never loved farthest the fast, fastest mm-hmm. when uh, when what that means is getting to the obstacle where like somebody can be nearly complete, uh, can nearly complete the obstacle and then fail. And somebody who made it to that place first and then immediately fell on it would be better than you uh i don't love that and i feel like this really exposes part of the failure in that yeah um we actually got a question on twitter related to this uh at kkkm94 said do you prefer to see more people finish the nw courses so that speed and time become more important or do you enjoy watching the ninjas attempt nearly impossible obstacles leading to fewer finishing the qualifying courses i i prefer to see finishers because it's way more fun. It's basically exactly the same thing when they have the the timer next to each other to see if they will make it, except it's way more fun to see them trying to hit a buzzer when that clock is ticking than just touch the next obstacle. Yeah. I don't I, I will say I don't mind really tough obstacles. I don't mind that people had a lot of trouble with this one. Um but I would have much preferred it to be at least the ninth obstacle mm-hmm. because Again, as it, it, it being a qualifying course, if it's going to be really tough, it needs to be at the end so that so that it doesn't become who can quickly get through the qualifying course again, because that's basically right. what this entire episode was, was who plus can the complete the quali- qualifying course plus salmon ladder yeah. in the fastest time. And most people can do the salmon ladder by now. It's it's a staple of the, right. of the show. Um, so. 
it, it, it had a completely different set of qualifications than most city finals do. And that's why we're going to see some some dif- disappointing results, especially when it comes to uh, obviously we'll talk about Jamie Ron. Uh, mm-hmm. We're like, Jamie Ron should be going to Vegas over people who can barely complete the salmon ladder. Right. But it's not happening. And, and that's that's uh, that's where they failed here, I think, in the city. Yeah, I agree. And like they go on to to try to um, sort of spin it as like, oh, it's been such a shocking night. It's like, I mean, it's not really shocking when it's set up like this, that somebody like Jamie doesn't qualify. Like it's actually the least shocking night because over and over again, we see people fail at the exact same spot. Yeah, Um, you. uh, So that's that's the bad news. But uh, you were telling me something about uh, about about uh, a DM that you were getting earlier. That's uh, maybe some better news. Yes. Um, so apparently we have a listener that we were not aware about. I got a lovely DM from the one, the only Jesse Graf uh, last night. She said, thank you so much for all the nice things you said about me in the Tacoma podcast. I was super entertained by your theory of why the producers put me in such a hard region. <laughs> Laugh emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so our tinfoil hat theories are out there. Our conspiracy, our conspiracy theories have reached the top in Jesse Graf. Um, so that was really exciting for me. I told her how much I love her and how I had no idea she listened. So maybe, maybe we'll work on an interview soon. Yeah, that's, that's super, super exciting. I, I can't believe she listens to our podcast. I know. I never reached out to her because we just assumed that she would never respond. It's funny too. Interview. It's funny too because I, uh, I have another uh, totally crazy theory, which is, which is that I, th- I think that, you know, we saw the preview for the next city and then now they're hyping up, uh, Jesse Lebrecht as I, like, oh, can Jesse Lebrecht be the mm. city finals? finisher and i feel like maybe maybe they set this up to be the same thing as the first mom over the worked wall where they really hyped up one person and then it, that that person failed and then it was the next person and mm-hmm. i feel like uh if, that they 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 thought uh you know what jesse jesse lebrecht was more was more loyal to us last season she showed <laughs> up for vegas so we'll give jesse graf the hard one mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens with flex lebrecht here yeah, they need to they need to set up their new stars. But I don't um, know. We we will always respect Jesse as as the star of the women right now. <laughs> yes, and, and I guess I should also say now that uh, Jesse Graf is has no connection to these theories. Oh yeah, <laughs> not an endorsement. She used the she cry laughing en- emoji. She does not endorse our crazy. <laughs> No, but honestly, I don't like. Uh, I don't actually believe in either. I'm just, <laughs> we're just having fun here. Yeah, but huge honor uh, to have Jesse as a listener. If any other ninjas are listening, uh, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you because we literally have no idea who's listening yeah. of you guys. There you go. Uh, it's uh, benefits of being a top three uh, Ninja Warrior podcaster. Yeah, it definitely top three, at least top five. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, these runs here. We started with Anthony uh, Erdley, who was a uh, a welder, um, and uh, he is going to be the first person to get to the Angry Birds and then fail the Angry Birds. Does he qualify? Um, let's see here. Anthony, he does not qualify. You know, it's tough because he's got a great smile and is very hot, so we'll be sad to not see him in Vegas what happens when you have a great smile and you're hot but you don't have a beard Mm, true anthony grow a beard for next year 
Um, I literally, I, I do not remember what he looks like. Um, but I don't I figured, really either. I figured that if you didn't mention a beard, that he didn't have one. Yeah, I don't really remember what he looks like either. But I wrote, he's got a very nice smile and is very hot. There you go. Uh, next was Logan Craiglow. Who uh, who went out on the salmon ladder? Um, then the nap time ninja Ryan Lee, who um, man, this was not the right uh, not the right course to uh, be doing your nap time stunts. Oh yeah, there are a lot of people who are going to do some quick stunts, and it's like every second matters on this one. Yeah, more than any uh, other course. He is lying down after every obstacle, taking some naps, and mm-hmm. uh, oh boy. Not yeah. the right time for it. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming he did not qualify. Uh, no, he did not. <laughs> um, although I do really identify with his nickname. There aren't very many ninja nicknames that I identify with. But yeah, I take a go. lot of naps. Uh, we had Eli Bell who went down on Crank It Up as well. Uh, next was Carter Olson. Uh, she was uh, one of the top five female qualifiers and so now she is uh here to take on the city's fi- city finals course and i believe she went down on the dangerous curves in qualifying oh yeah yeah in qualifying yes, yes. In, quali- in qualifying <laughs> uh so she has to uh take on this course and um try to get through that this time she does she does manage to get through the dangerous curves uh however she does go down on crank it up uh this time however that is going to be enough to allow her to qualify as one of the top two women in the city carter the crusher <laughs> yes she crushes things <laughs> the course Yes, like she crushed she crushed the dangerous curves mm-hmm. with the, like a really weird GoPro angle on her. <laughs> was there? I didn't notice. Yeah, there was like a camera like right in her face um, when she was doing that, which they don't often do. Are oh, you going to um, buy the American Ninja Warrior video game? I saw a little bit of it looked terrible. <laughs> Wait, a video game based on a reality show that's bad? Have you ever played that old school uh, survivor computer game that came out after Marquesas? I've heard of it. I never it's actually played it. Truly bad. I I feel like I had heard that there was a Ninja Warrior video game in the works, but I feel like I saw footage of it that was way better than this, but I could be <laughs> completely imagining that. I don't know. Looks tough. Joe Morales said it looks like a mobile game. Is it a, is it not a mobile game? It didn't feel like a mobile game because I think looks, they were playing. There were like there were controller prompts. Yeah, it looked like Joe was playing it on a on a console. Yeah. So why does it look like a mobile game? <laughs> maybe it's in beta. Maybe they gave the ninjas all of the the early drafts. You know what? Maybe it's maybe it's super fun. You know, not all games need to be high tech and, and graphically. Here's great. the true question: Can we play it on your Twitch when it comes out? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like that's the move. All right. So look forward to that. Twitch.tv slash Sharon Armstrong. Um, <clears throat> next up was Kevin Liang, uh, who was uh, trained by Mr. Taiwan, a big, um, what would you call it? Like bodybuilder. Um, yeah. They uh, they compete 
in competitions to be named Mr. Taiwan. And then I believe he also competed in Mr. Asia yep, and in came third. in third. Yes. Um, so I, I, I really liked this, this, uh, you know, this reminded me just, it, just the name Mr. Taiwan made me think of Mr. Sasuke from, mm-hmm. uh, from the Japanese version. And so I was like, Oh, it's like uh, mentorship happening here. Yeah. My favorite was that he never called him anything besides Mr. Taiwan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wonder if Mr. Taiwan is just totally his brand and he didn't want him to use his name or if at this point he doesn't know his name and at this point he's too embarrassed to ask. Well, the thing I was confused, surely there are more than one pe- person. It's like surely, surely more than one person has won Mr. Taiwan. Yes. In the past. So why does this guy get to be named Mr. Taiwan? Do it. Did they all call once you win Mr. Taiwan? You're just known as Mr. Taiwan forever. Like- and there's a bunch of them. When you're the president of the United States and like even after you're done, you're called Mr. President for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. There you go. I guess that I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Although but, but would, would would you if you were trained by uh, if, if, say, Barack Obama was your Ninja Warrior trainer and you had a, a package about how you were trained by Barack Obama, would you be like, yes, Mr. President trained me. Um, I really look uh, I really looked up to Mr. President. I mean, and- maybe <laughs> <laughs> you, you are supposed to call him Mr. President. Well, yeah, but it maybe. Would, the the more direct comparison is like if you only ever called somebody Miss America, like yeah. if everybody in the Big Brother celebrity house called Ariadna Miss Columbia every single time <laughs> they talked about her. Man, Miss Columbia, I love her. <laughs> it's like a drag name. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I really, I, I thought this was a, was a fun little uh, package here. Um, Kev, Kevin Lang, though, is not going to do super well here. He's going to go out on the crank it up. Yeah, but he's a stock trader, so he's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, then we got to Tristan Poffenberger. Great name. <laughs> yeah. Um, who was going, uh, going very quickly, but ended up going down at the dangerous curves. Dangerous curves. <laughs> Got to watch out. Uh, only 19 years old. He doesn't have a lot of experience with the dangerous curves. He's got to be careful. You don't know. <laughs> Daniel uh, Eskent uh, went down on Crank It Up. And, uh, and Anthony DeFranco is going to make it all the way to Angry Birds and fail at that, uh, that backwards transition thing. But he will qualify yes, for Vegas. One, one of the fastest times. He was number, uh, I, I don't even have to like, um, count from like who didn't complete the course. No, no. Everybody, everybody who qualified was at Angry Birds. So he was the sixth fastest to Angry Birds. Um, all right. So then we had Clayton Mirage, who uh, who is the shark ninja. Yeah. Did he call himself the shark ninja? No, he calls himself that. Okay. Um, I have several questions. Uh, if he loves sharks so much, why were there several pictures of him with sharks out of the water on his lap on a boat? Oh, as in like he was like hunting them or something. He was like literally on a boat taking a smiley picture with a shark out of water that he's holding. Was the shark alive? I'm sorry. Am I supposed to be able to tell? It's not like they close their <laughs> eyes when they die. Well, maybe it's he a was still just. Photo. It's a very big difference between hey, I'm hanging out with my 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 buddy Lita, and oh hey, I'm hanging out with my buddy Lita's corpse. Yeah, but a shark out of water is not comfortable. And how did it get on the boat? Hey, you don't know. Caught? Maybe maybe they're friends and the shark jumped up on the boat to hang out with his friend and he's going to go back down into the water after. And he posed for a picture? Yeah. 
You know, I am not a big shark guy. However, I went to a shark themed drag show recently because it was Shark Week and I may be turning around on sharks a little bit. <laughs> actual sharks or just the concept of sharks? Mm, I think actual. Sh- I, I think they've done nothing wrong. I'm not like scared of them. I just never. It seems they're like an animal that when I was young, like boys were obsessed with in like second grade. It was like sharks and mm. dinosaurs, you know, so I never really had an affinity for them because they're kind of a boy animal. But that's not really their fault. <laughs> I never really got sharks and Shark Week. Yeah, I never really watched Shark Week. Um, but it's it felt like uh, dolphins were for girls and sharks were for boys. Yeah, I, I liked dolphins. Yeah. Wow, you're very subversive. Yeah. Well, now, <laughs> now I feel bad about it. Now I feel like I did it wrong. No, it means that you are above the gender dichotomy <laughs> of these mammalian aquatic animals. Dolphins are smart. I know. Yeah. I, listen, you don't have to tell me. I love dolphins. All right. Uh, so next up was Kara. Uh, po- oh God, Kara Polio. Pol- do, do I want to talk Polio? about Clayton at all, or just uh, say that Clayton? he's the shark ninja? I did miss. I skipped over. Oh no, Clayton Shark. Yeah. Shark Ninja. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, he he went out on uh, on Angry Birds, and, and his friend in a shark costume jumps in the water. Yes, uh, he did not qualify. R.I.P. Yes. Then we had Kara Pulio. Yeah. Um, and she is, uh, she's the Ninja Babes podcast, uh, person. Yes. Um, so, uh, definitely cheering on a fellow top three Ninja Warrior podcaster. Um, Do you think that's on the top three? Surely. I feel like maybe they are and we might not be if if they're included. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Well, do, do there's, are they still doing the official one now? I think so. Yeah. And the Wolfpack. Uh, I guess, I guess there are more than I, more than I remembered. Yeah. There's like a lot of American Ninja Warrior podcasts. If you go on iTunes and search, search American Ninja Warrior, let's see what comes up. Um, I don't think like they changed the, okay. So it's, yeah, the official one, then us, then armchair. Okay. So sorry. Sorry, Ninja Babes. You're not top three, but the Wolfpack one, I guess they're not doing it anymore. Cause it's that's not what here. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take it. Maybe we should just call it, start calling it top four. Yeah, we don't want to exclude anybody. <laughs> no, not when there's only four of us. <laughs> um, so uh, unfortunately, though, uh, man, she she came close to uh, to qualifying for Vegas here, given that she uh, made it to the city finals. Uh, she goes down on the dangerous curves. Um, so she's just going to be behind um, the crusher here. Uh, uh, Carter. Mm hmm. Close. Almost there. We almost got a podcaster in Vegas. It's going to um, have to be you, Taryn. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm getting closer. Okay. Uh, Alex Goodwin is up next. Um, Alex Goodwin is, uh, it works with, uh, with animals, exotic animals. Yes. I like Alex Goodwin because he doesn't work at a zoo. Rescues them. Exactly. What does he rescue one... them from though? I don't, I didn't catch that. I don't know. People. Yeah. Poachers or maybe they're just injured. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just let me have this. Somebody that works with animals, but not in a bad way. Um, yeah. He's also the one that calls himself the natural, even though that was definitely already somebody else's thing. Oh, yeah. But I don't um, remember who. It was the guy that jumped in. Uh, no, that's Tarzan. Uh, who's the natural? <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely somebody. It was. I don't remember who now. It was um, like somebody from like early on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Elliot Hall. Yes. Oh, yeah. He uh, he retired. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, and he, I, he was the natural. So maybe he, he passed on his title. Well, that's what happens when you delete your account. 
your username is now up for grabs. So, <laughs> so we're going to see like the natural, the second, the big dog ninja two. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not even two. Just, well, I'll refer to them as junior. All right. Um, Alex Goodwin goes down on the salmon ladder. Next was Ryan Ritazzi, uh, who went, uh, went out on the angry birds once again. Um, and also not going to qualify for Vegas. Lots of people who made it there, not going to qualify. Um, then we, uh, get to Mike Salenzi, um, who is, uh, the, the, the stallion. Mm-hmm. With the yes. Four Horsemen Alliance. <laughs> um, yeah. The, who, who's in the Four Horsemen? It's, Ethan? it's Ethan, Jesse Lebrecht, Chris Deganji, and Grant McCartney. So where? So where's Mike's spot in that? Well, he's like running and the Four Horsemen are on the sidelines. So is he the, the Fifth Horseman? I guess, Taryn. They didn't actually call them the Four Horsemen. <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't know. There's four people on hobby horses and they're like, most of them are from Chicago. And it's like, we, we know that Grant's not from Chicago. Mm. Would he just be like the lead horse? Maybe the, the, the Santa Claus to their rain horses? Um, I think there's significantly more than four rain horses. Um, hey, horses are more powerful than deer. I think they need less of them. Oh, okay. So you're saying if it was rain horses instead of reindeer, mm-hmm. then there would only have to be four. Santa's yeah. sleigh is nine reindeer power, but only four horsepower. Exactly. Okay. I see. I was not taught these conversions as a on account of me being a Jew. You know, it's it's a shame. Uh, you know, not <laughs> only not only the the religious you know implications, but also just you know people. Oh, oh, it's it's fantasy. So it doesn't need to be taught in schools. Like, uh, come on, guys. Wow. Taryn really coming out against the separation of church and state. You heard of, it here first. No, of fantasy and state. <laughs> but this is goy fantasy specifically. <laughs> Santa Claus and the reindeer? Yes. That is goy nonsense. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Goy? Goy nonsense? What yeah. is the, what is was it specific kind of nonsense? Yeah, it's a non-Jewish kind of nonsense. <laughs> How does that make it specifically Jewish nonsense? Why isn't it just regular nonsense? No, it's goy nonsense. A goy is a non-Jew, and oh, so it's- Santa in his sleigh are goy nonsense. <laughs> Okay, so it's it's like it's like not none of us believe that crazy nonsense. It's only anybody that's not us that believes it. Is is the Yeah, it, well, it's like when somebody tells me something silly from the Bible or something. Okay. It's like, oh, that's going nonsense. That's not in the Torah. Right. You know, it's like non-Jewish crap that you guys believe. Mm. Also, let's not make this the second time we get yelled at on a podcast about Santa Claus. <laughs> On the time that Darren and I ruined Santa. Uh, Can you people, put a trigger warning for parents to not listen to this with young kids in the car? Yeah, be be wary of. Hey, look, I'm all I'm saying is that I think that Santa Claus should be taught, <laughs> should be taught in schools, and okay. uh, we need we need uh, you know math problems about horsepower versus rain deer power. Um, it's very important. Okay, I, separation of fantasy and state is uh officially out for ten. Yes. Yes, I agree. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. 
Um, so, uh, Mike Salenzi is going to, uh, to, I believe, make it to the Angry Birds. And mm-hmm. then, uh, he is barely going to be there fast enough to qualify. Um, just, I mean, the, the last three finishers all were three minutes, 18, 317, 317. And then the next two were 314, 314. So it's all very, very tight up there. And by the, finishers, uh, we mean people who got to angry birds qualifiers. I mean, yeah. yes, uh, qualifiers for Vegas. Um, so just up there, I mean, he, he, he struggled through the, uh, through the salmon ladder. Like this was, um, you know, this is, this is not a typically qualifying run, I think. Yeah, definitely. He's one of those people that barely touches the uh, the Angry Birds. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela Gargano nailed it. Yes, is next. Um, she's the one that had the um, the torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Uh, a from, yes, from uh, from last season, I believe. Yeah. Um, and she's gonna uh, she's gonna take on the course here, but um, she oh she was she took the crazy fall on the hazard cones mm-hmm. and barely managed to uh, survive. Yeah, but all her friends are in the sidelines wearing light up cat ears. I want to be her friend. I don't go. have light up cat ears. Oh well, why not? I don't know. It never occurred to me, Taryn. Wow, just a lack of imagination. Probably because you weren't taught fantasy in school. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Um, she uh, she made it to crank it up, but is going to go down on crank it up. Yeah, does not qualify. Yeah. And then we had Abby Clark, who came close to beating uh, crank it up, but not just like just just failed it. And this is again, this is this uh, situation where like, uh, you know, Abby Clark uh, made it further and crank it up than Carter Olson, but um, didn't get there as fast. And so just she she failed right at the end. And so she's not going to qualify for Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Then we have Joe Capabianco, uh, who went out on the Angry Birds. OK. And did qualify just behind Mike Salenzi. Then we have Julius Ferguson, who uh, who went and took on the course here, uh, did a backflip on the warp wall. Yeah. Did this make you angry? Because time is so important here. Yeah. Went out <laughs> on the Angry Birds. Um, I, I, I was annoyed, but then they said, uh, and he had the fastest time of the yeah, night so was, far. So I was like, all right. All he right. was still the fastest there. Yeah, he's a rapper. Black Jewels. There you go. And I guess trains with Drew Dreschel. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, then we had, oh yeah, he did the backflip to, to, um, be an homage to Drew. Yes. Homage for, uh, Drew Dreschel. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get to Joe Morofsky. Mm-hmm. There was a storm uh, coming. I was like, oh man, <laughs> this is early in the night. Yeah. Although there were some other people, I mean, having Najee last makes sense to me, even with Joe there. Yeah. I, I don't remember when they showed the, um, the the tester doing the uh the the grip the the switch but i was it right before joe i don't remember that uh at some point in the night and i think it was around the time joe ran they were like lots of people falling at this uh this transition earlier today you can see that a tester managed to complete it uh (laughs) and i was like they have never done this before in the history of american ninja warrior that i can recall uh at least not in this particular way and so it was at that point that i was like 
nobody's going to beat this, are they? There's yeah. no way they show a tester completing the obstacle if they if somebody else does it because right. they want somebody else to be the first people we see to do it. So mm-hmm. I, from this point forward, I was like, well, clearly nobody's going to beat this. Yep. Um, I think it might have been right after Joe because I was pretty shocked when Joe fell. Um, so uh, Joe is here. Uh, he's only ever failed at uh, city finals course once that was in philadelphia a few years ago i was actually there to see it happen um so uh luckily i was not here in baltimore otherwise i would have felt like i was a curse um Mm. but he uh he takes on the course gets through it very quickly of course uh gets to the angry birds gets to that transition and he is not going to be able to successfully make the transition and uh he will qualify in seventh Seventh fastest to the Angry Birds, but uh, it didn't even seem like he was trying for speed. He he really, I think, felt that he could get through it, but uh, not the case. He's going to go down at Angry Birds, but we will still see him in Vegas. Thank God. Mm-hmm. You can't grab what you can't see. Yeah. And I, I, I will say this. One of the reasons why I was kind of shocked was because um, I saw a tweet from the American Ninja Warrior like Twitter account or whatever um, the night of the thing, which sometimes is spoilery, so I usually try to avoid it. But I, I saw this tweet and I, I saw like something along the lines of like, oh, it's the Power Tower matchup we we really wanted or like that we deserved tonight. Um, and so I was like, oh, great. We're going to see Joe versus Najee on the yeah. Power Tower. I can't wait. Um, and then uh, Joe goes down here. I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Whoever, so, whoever wrote that was like Dave Kavanaugh's wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next up, we have Lucas Reale, uh, who trains with Dave Kavanaugh and is uh, goes to his. I was actually like, uh, how close is this gym to me? Because they're uh, they're in the Boston area. Yeah. Um, I liked I liked this package. I, I was really uh, I was really touched by the story. You know, Lucas went to um, went to the gym to uh, to train and and sort of found a second family there. His father, uh, unfortunately, uh, passed away through suicide. And um, and and he you know, he struggled through that and, and really was able to uh, find this sense of community in this gym and, and really put his time into it. And uh, now he works there and uh, they're a big, happy family. Yeah, they are. And we have music. Yes. Which doesn't, in this case, mean he'll not, finish, but it does the mean same he'll do very well. Music, not an indicator in the city finals. Right. But I mean, it's still an indicator. He still does very well. True. Top two. Yeah. So uh, he takes on the course, does very well, of course, uh, gets through very quickly, makes it to the Angry Birds very fast, which is the uh, the thing to do here in this mm-hmm. city. Um, he did try something different, which I actually thought was pretty clever. Um, something that I, I would probably expect from like Drew if uh, if Drew was taking on this course. He tried to skip the backwards hand uh, handhold um, and just go straight to the next one. Uh, unfortunately, did not make it. But I could see somebody like Najee or Joe or Drew if they were attempting this uh, being capable of doing that and maybe that's the way that they should go about it. He was the only one to try though as far as I'm aware. Yeah. I mean, it it was so hard for me to even pay attention to technique on this because they all go out not just on the Angry Birds but at the exact same spot. Yeah. That it's sort of like, oh, maybe I'll get my hopes up that they're going to do better because they're trying something different but it never mattered. Mm -hmm. Um, It did seem like the tester that we saw do it 
um, had very little forward momentum. Um, and I know that Akbar, when I think it was Najee was doing this, uh, he was like, no, not enough momentum. But I was, but I was like, no, no, when we saw the tester do it, he was barely swinging. And I think that's what it is. Like the, if you have too much forward momentum, it, your, your hands are going to slip right off. Also remember that it was Baltimore that everybody had a ton of trouble with the, uh, with the power or not power tower, the, um, the mega wall because mm-hmm. of the humidity, the, the sort of slickness of, um, of, of the just sort of air and the, I guess like things are getting slippery. So that mm-hmm. I, I would imagine also contributed to the fact that when you try to put your hands in there, you need a lot of traction to hold yourself down. If you have forward momentum and you see so probably just slipping right off if, uh, if that's not the case. Um, so, uh, that's how it goes. Uh, apparently I was looking at, um, there were some people talking about it on the Reddit. I was interested to see more about this. There is an Ninja Warrior Reddit. Uh, it's, I think it's the NW Reddit. Um, and they did talk about how there were multiple testers that were able to complete the whole course. So, uh, I don't know what that was. If they were doing it earlier in the day, maybe, yeah. maybe that meant that there was less, uh, moisture in the air or something along those lines. But, um, you know, it's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. Or just uh, you see so many people fail at the same part of an obstacle it gets in your head. Maybe that was it. Pressure. But he did get there very fast. He's going to end up being the second fastest to that point um, by a hair. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we will see him on the power tower. Then we get to uh, a, a montage of people who fell at the Angry Birds. Connor Galvin, Garrett Lamb and Chris Wilczewski who uh, fortunately did manage to qualify um, Chris Wilczewski. Uh Connor did as well, and uh, so did Garrett. Garrett was the final qualifier at 3 minutes and 18 seconds. Chris was also uh, a qualifier in 10th place there with 3 minutes and 14 seconds. Um, so luckily we will see Chris in the uh, the Vegas finals. But um, Give him a package. Right. <laughs> Then we have Alyssa Beard finally uh, getting to see uh, Alyssa here. I love that uh, they keep now just like doing random cuts to her music video in school uh, with no context. (laughs) No, we we reward longtime watchers who have seen her music video. Uh, very, very funny there. Um, great to see Alyssa. Of course, we're going to see lots of, uh, Akbar just really, really loving that she's a teacher again. Uh, can't, can't be an Alyssa Beard run without some weird Akbar teacher comments. <laughs> Miss Beard. Um, oh, did you see Santa in the crowd during, uh, speaking of fantasy? Yeah. Santa yeah. loves beards. <laughs> There you go. Um, she uh, she does very well here, of course. Uh, she got through Crank It Up. Uh, she went, uh, which is where she fell the last time. She then uh, was the only uh, female to get through Crank It Up. She got up the warped wall. And- She's only the second woman ever to get yeah. through Crank It Up. And what I saw on the Reddit was that's not even true. <laughs> that's, um, uh, who was it? Um, the, uh, wow, well, I, I can't remember. She's jacked and she's short. Barclay? Barclay. Apparently Barclay (laughs) might have done it. Okay. Somebody, I think somebody else did it and they just forgot maybe. I don't know. Who was the first? That's a look. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Um, So Alyssa makes it all the way to the Angry Birds and uh, is also going to take on the grab uh, this this thing and I I will say even though I was convinced nobody was going to do it there was a part of me that was like come on. (laughs) 
please. That would be so good. I know. She made it as far as any man. Yep. I uh, did not get there fast enough to qualify in the top uh, top 12. Um, in fact, uh, about two minutes off of that, but uh, but still is going to be the first place female qualifier. Yay, Alyssa. All right. So next up was Brandon McWilliams, uh, who went out on the Angry Birds, but uh, will qualify. Then Brandon Stenta who uh who went down on the salmon ladder who could have qualified but failed could not get all the way up the salmon ladder and then lucio 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 batista um, who yes who barely made it through the salmon ladder uh barely managed to get to the angry birds but he did get there and uh and he was fast enough that he will qualify Uh, and this is another one where it's just like if you can barely get up the salmon ladder, I'm sorry, but you you don't have any business in the, the national. But finals. he does because he's the mustache ninja. Yes, he is. So so you know, there's still some positives. Mm-hmm. Next up was Jamie Ron. Oh, this is so upsetting. Yeah. Um. Just did not. He's taking his time because he, he says he doesn't worry about time. You got to worry about time yeah. in a situation like no, this. No, he's going to bet on himself, Taryn. <laughs> bet on yourself to do it fast. Yeah. I um, mean, he, I, how much do you think he was aware? I don't know, because maybe he was running earlier in the day. I mean, I guess they were able to tell him immediately after that he did, that he didn't qualify. So it must have been a later one in the night. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know how much they're aware of, like how, what time they need to make and all of that stuff. Sometimes they know. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like they're completely oblivious. And, and, and Akbar and Matt usually play it off like, I don't know why they don't understand why they need to. It's like they don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's like, so they kind of make it seem like they should know, but they act like they don't know. So it's very confusing. But, um, you know, ultimately here, uh, he's, uh, like, I, I, I get, I get that he wants to just like do well on the course. And if he's the one person to make it through this obstacle, that's fantastic. Um, but just, I don't know. Can't you just like rest for like, two minutes once you hit the angry birds or something right. like yeah um, <laughs> uh so jamie ronnie he's gonna get to the angry birds two one hundredths of a second slower or no no it wasn't that slow that was uh that was naji um i don't know how much slower he was very not much. very very close yeah very very close uh to qualifying but is not going to uh get there he's just going to be slower than Garrett Lamb and uh and he is not going to qualify for Vegas and uh man that was an awkward interview afterward too where like she's asking him like how much how much did you worry about time and he's like i, I don't really worry about time i i bet mm-hmm. on myself and all of this stuff and like I thought he already knew that he hadn't qualified at that right. point that's why she was asking those questions and yeah. she was like well now that you now that I've gotten that answer out of you uh, <laughs> let me let, let me break the bad news you will not be qualifying for Vegas and uh, oh it's awful yeah yeah <sighs> rough stuff all right. And they're, she's like, "Will this will this motivate you more for next year?" And he's like, "I don't need more motivation." Yeah, it was like <laughs> 
like uh, getting there slightly slower than a person who barely made it up the salmon ladder and not qualifying for Vegas. Is that going to motivate me more to what be one second faster in a weird city finals course like this in the future? Like this was not a failure of Jamie Ron. This was a weird quirk of the qualifying system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So then we finally get to Najee Richardson. And uh, I know for a fact he's not completing this. Right. (laughs) Um, Najee is going to say I was just like what I thought. Maybe maybe he'll make it past. No, I don't think so, because they showed the 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 tester. He just can't. Mm -hmm. Um, He does get there very, very quickly, but not not quite fast enough to beat Lucas Rally. He is this this is the run where he is two hundredths of a second behind uh, Lucas's time getting to the Angry Birds. So we will not be seeing Naji on the power tower, which means he will not be getting the safety pass and will not have the same advantage that some of these other big names will, uh, which is very unfortunate because, uh, you know, this is what took Naji out. He, he went out in stage two last time. Like, uh, you know, like did he, he? right. Or was it the time before? I think it was the time before because wasn't last year the water walls? Oh, yes, yes. That was stage two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because of the the stupid swimming thing. Yeah, exactly. So, like, he could use it. Right. Definitely. Use the safety pass. Yeah. Not going to get it, though. Uh, so there we go. That's not it is still so great to watch Najee. I love him so much. Uh, I, I, I was just watching him on the course. So much body control uh, with everything he does. He seriously does just like fly. Mm-hmm. Um, they also his package was about uh, the uh, the long American Lung Association. He's been uh, working with uh, firefighters to raise money for um, for lung cancer victims and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a lovely person. Yes. All right. Then we got to Dave Cavanaugh, the final run of the night. Dave is the person who won the uh, the speed pass in the qualifying round. And uh, so now he's going to take on the city finals course and he kills it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He talks about how he lives in his van. Um, and, you know, you, you do you. Uh, but that shower situation did not seem pleasant. This is the second reality show person this week that has come on a show that I watched and talked about living in a van. There's a guy on Bachelor in Paradise who now lives in a van too. And I I just don't understand it. But I'm glad that he and his wife are happy. You know, it's it's like I, I can see the appeal. Like if you can get like a nice cozy van situation, you, like they said, they can basically live anywhere, uh, go anywhere they want. And they have their home right there. I think it's mostly just like if he was single might make more sense. Like yeah. it's, it makes a little more sense if there's not two people. Um, mm-hmm. And like two dogs but, too. Right. And, and I, initially <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, how could, and then I, Oh, they just let them out of the van. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Um, but like the, the, the method of having to take apart your entire counter in order to take a shower, yeah. I was like, I don't know about them, but for me, if I had to do that much work to take a shower, I would, I would maybe die. Yeah, especially because uh, you don't pay rent, so can't you just afford a bigger van? <laughs> With a know. shower, a, mo- a mobile home. <laughs> Look, uh, they they seem to enjoy it, and and I really I really like. They seem like a really cool uh, couple, and I really did like the uh, the package with uh, with Dave and and. Um, 
uh, his, uh, Luca, Lucas. Um, so I, I, I really liked it. I really liked that, uh, that he sort of had more of a spotlight on him here. I, you know, uh, I would have no loved to see, the king of the walk-ons. yeah, I would have loved to see Joe and Najee take on the power tower, but I do like that this allowed, uh, us to see a little bit more of some of these other athletes that, uh, seem like they're really cool. Yeah. And it's cute that the two on the power tower have a relationship. Yes. So he does going to he is going to uh, get to the Angry Birds with the fastest time by far, really um, over 15 seconds uh, is going to be the difference there between him and Lucas getting to the Angry Birds. Um, so he knew what to do, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. l- l- although he did have uh, he had the safety that was speed pass, so it didn't really matter. But um, he's going to make it to the power tower. He's going to face off with Lucas and uh, I. Uh, I had a feeling it was going to be these two because of that tweet when it wasn't right. when it wasn't Joe and Najee. I was like, oh, it's these two, it has to be I get two it. people that are somehow connected. Yeah. So they take on the power tower. Uh, I, I've not I've, I've yet to be, be satisfied with a power tower race uh, for the city finals. I don't even like look at it. I'm like yeah. on my phone. <laughs> it's it's just OK. Um, Dave is going to do pretty well here he's going to beat lucas it's not going to be particularly close um there was like a little bit of distance closing when it when they got to the ladders but for the most part here dave took the lead early and dave is going to win the safety pass so uh very interested to see like i would love to see dave you know with a safety pass in hand be somebody that makes it to stage three like uh you know you usually don't see like people who aren't major names make it to stage three. Um, and so it would, it would be cool to see Dave make it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, that's what we have for you. That was Baltimore. Uh, and now we're, we're looking ahead to, uh, to next week's Cincinnati city finals. And they were really hyping up this Jesse Lebrecht situation. Mm-hmm. Um, can she be the first? Uh, so I, I, I'm feeling like, uh, I feel like I'm putting odds on Jesse, maybe finishing a city final course. Wait, the first what? Or sorry, not the first. Will <laughs> she be the second? <laughs> the second what? Female to finish a city's final city final course. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> They're acting like it's the first cause it has, it's been a while. Right. Okay. Um, the first since Casey, but we don't talk about yes, her anymore. The first Casey? since Casey who betrayed us. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. You want to run through our our uh, qualifiers? Uh, sure. We got Dave Cavanaugh, who was the fastest uh, and then won the safety pass and the speed pass. All he needed was the, the mega wall and he could have mm-hmm. had the trifecta. The triple crown. <laughs> um, and then we had Lucas Rialli, Najee Richardson, Julius Ferguson, Connor Galvin, Anthony DeFranco, Joe Morowski. Lucio Batista, Brandon McWilliams, Chris Wolcheski, Joe Capabianco, Mike Salenzi, and Garrett Lamb are the top 12 slash 13 qualifiers. And then we have the top two women, Alyssa Beard and Carter Olson. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that Alyssa didn't qualify outright. No. Yes, that's right. She was uh, she is. So Garrett was the slowest to the Angry Birds to qualify in the top 12. He was at 318. Alyssa was at 518 um, to the Angry Birds. So, yeah. But uh, again, it's one of those things where she went further on. Exactly. Than a lot of people. Yeah. Like if this was doable, then she (laughs) might have actually qualified outright. Um, Right. Because like. Nobody cares about like how fast like when we're watching <laughs> Alyssa take two minutes more time than Garrett, we're not like, oh, this is so much less impressive. 
Like, yeah. it makes zero difference to uh, to watching it. So um, that's why I feel like they should incorporate, you know, more of the sort of obstacle uh, getting further. Prowess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I have a review. Was it from Jesse Graff? Um, maybe. I, that would be pretty iconic. It's uh, from Adrian E95, which uh, maybe is Jesse's alt account. And um, I will preface this review by saying that my new favorite thing is that all of the um, reviewers have come up with this inside joke where they say your name wrong. Um <laughs> In a show where ninjas are making history every single week, Lita and Torrance are there to recap every run, montage, and sob story. And Shanana has to every run, montage, sob story, and Shanana it has to offer. Their banter is fun, and every episode features a learning moment as they Google whatever random thing that comes up. You come for the American Ninja Warrior, but stay for the quality podcasting. Stay for the quality information gathering via Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lita and Torrance back at it again. Well, that's just a Rachel Riley. Maybe this is Rachel Riley's uh, review. Oh, well, last last week it was Lita and Darren. So, yes, well, that's that <laughs> that seems like a genuine misunderstanding. Whereas <laughs> whereas Torrance was uh, was uh, Rachel was on a podcast and Rachel Riley uh, of Big Brother fame has a lot of trouble with names recently called Caitlin Herman, Caitlin Harmon mm-hmm. um, and uh, and some other things. I think she's I think she called Ovi Avi. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yes. Rachel of the O'Reilly sisters on The Amazing Race, according to Brett and Chris. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, thank you for that. Just like the O'Reilly brothers from Oz. Thank you for that lovely five-star review. Keep leaving them for us and asking us questions and DMing us and all of that. Yes, thanks. Thank you so much to uh, Jesse Graff if she is listening to this episode and made it all the way through. (laughs) Very cool that you're listening. Uh, we're obviously huge fans and uh, really appreciate you reaching out. Yeah, of course. And like I said, any other ninjas who have been lurking, please let us know so that I can um, continue to be mean, but maybe feel more bad about it. <laughs> All right. That's what we have for you. Tune in next week for the Cincinnati City Finals. We'll see if we get uh, a Jesse finishing a City's final course. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll see what happens there. And then... Two weeks from now, we're going to start the Vegas National Finals. That's when things really kick into gear. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to be more on time for those, Lita. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> I those work, are the important ones. I work every day except Thursday. <laughs> this, is, this is the best I can do. Okay, I will. I will try to um to get my ish together to record maybe on like a Tuesday during the day. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> uh, and one of the reasons why I think it's uh, not only uh, the national finals important, but uh, it was announced at the end of the episode that the Vegas national finals will be taking place over the course of four episodes instead of the usual three. Now. That to me sounds a little bit like uh, maybe we have a winner this season. I don't know. You think Drew is finally going to do it, or do you think we'll be surprised? <sighs> I, you know, I feel like uh, I, I, I'm feeling Naji right now. I'm feeling um, Sean. I'm feeling Sean with um, all this talk about his comeback. It's true from his injury. <sighs> Definitely, you know, I, I gotta say, Drew. I, I, I would normally say Joe, but I feel like uh, no. I feel like it's just the hype isn't there right now. Yeah. Um, I, God, I, I would kill to see Jesse do it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I feel like I feel like if if somebody wins, it's got to be Drew, Najee, or Sean. I think that's fair. Outside chance of Daniel Gill, mm. but less likely. I wish Josh Lawson was pass. competing. Right. He's <laughs> training for the Olympics. What? Did he did he sit out of the season? I forget. He's training for the Olympics because rock right. climbing is going to be an Olympic event. Right. Um, but it's very exciting. Four episodes. So uh, it's it is. I know. I was like, uh, I, I remember earlier this year, I was like, maybe I should maybe I should go to the the, the Vegas taping because that was really fun. And then I didn't because I was really busy. And now if somebody won, I'm going to be like, damn it. Yeah. Um, I would also be pretty mad if you went and didn't invite me. Well, I would have invited you. <laughs> it was literally just a thought that never went anywhere. What? It was just a thought that never went oh. anywhere. <laughs> it's like, I was like, maybe I should do that. That was fun. And then, uh, and then didn't. So would you have eaten, uh, they did a huge crab bake and you're always complaining about how hungry you are during the finals. Would you have eaten crab that was freshly steamed? <sighs> I mean, I, 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 I would have cared more about getting water than crab okay you would say hey that water that the crabs are boiled in could you, you wait for it to cool down and give it to me Yeah. <laughs> we had we had water in vegas didn't we <laughs> i believe we brought our own drinks and i think Remember that they we, stopped wa- at, we stopped at starbucks and i i got a tea yeah, and I, I think we had water bottles, but I think they had like a refill station. I feel like I remember going to refill our water bottles while you saved your, our seats and being like, this oh. is so cool. I'm just like running into every ninja while I'm just going to get water. That is possible. Yeah. That is possible. But these right. city finals, they don't do the same consideration. Yes. Well, make sure you uh, tell your friends to listen to our podcast for the Vegas finals to see if there's a winner. You have to listen to the podcast. You can't just watch the episodes. That's the rule. Yeah. Otherwise, how will it be recapped for you? Exactly. Who's going to be Googling, uh, you know, average time to climb a rope for a regular average person? That's you know what? That's a pretty interesting. It would probably be really long because there are lots of people that can't climb ropes at all. Yeah, I think the uh, the answer would be zero, zero time because nobody would know. The average person does not complete the rope. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But you'll never know unless you listen to the biggest (laughs) City Finals Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Uh, I recently finally started selling uh, t-shirts. The Taryn Show t-shirts you can now purchase. Um, there will also be, it should be a Taryn Show interview coming out somewhat soon, um, which could be very fun and interesting. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, at uh, Armstrong Taryn. Um, yeah, that's about what I got. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted, on Instagram at Lita Grand. Um, you can also check out my blog, Drop Dead Culture, which is LitaWrote.wordpress.com. Um, and I don't know, if you live in D.C., come to my bar. There you go. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you next time. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you to be a ninja Taryn and Lita will tell you how They can't do it themselves Because they're not that strong This is the American Ninja Warrior
We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.